Hey there, lovely listeners. Welcome to Uniquely Wired Podcast. I'm your host, Nani. On this podcast, we uncover the beauty and nature of autism through heartfelt conversations. Let's jump in. Welcome back, Uniquely Wired fam. I'm your host, Nani. And on this episode of the podcast, I will be diving into the topic on how to navigate isolation. That's right. How can you navigate the feelings of isolation? And if I'm honest, I am currently in that season where I am battling um, my feelings of isolation and it is so, so real. So if you are, you know, in that season as well, I want you to feel seen and know that you are not alone and that it is totally normal to have these feelings. What's not normal is that you dwell in these feelings um, of isolation or anxiety or, or worry or depression for way too long. But yes, you are going to get these feelings um, every here and then because it is totally normal, um, especially for us autism moms and dads to get these feelings of isolation and it could just be so challenging. Um, and so, especially when it seems like others may not fully understand our experiences and not just our experiences, but also our unique journey. I mean, this is a, a journey that if you're not living it, you don't understand it. And and that's just that. Um, so I want to share some strategies and tips with you that I believe can help you, um, you know, just overcome those feelings of isolation. And I say can possibly help you because I know that whatever helps me may not help you and vice versa. Whatever helps you may not help me, but if it helps you, take notes, absorb it, you know, practice it, and, and that's it. That's all you can do, right? So let's get right into it, friends. So number one is to connect with other autism parents, and I'm looking at my notes. Seek out support groups, whether that is online or in person, specifically for parents raising autistic children. Um, connecting with others who share similar experiences can provide a sense of community and understanding. Um, this is very, very good. And I'm just so grateful for the community that I have right now. I really am. Um, I would say that something that also pushed me to do this episode on this specific topic not just because I'm in the season myself, but because for the last few weeks I've been, you know, connecting with autism moms and they seem to be going through the same season and they seem to be experiencing the same feelings of isolation or anxiety or just like worry. And so I didn't feel alone. So the fact that I was able to connect with those moms and they're too feeling the same way it it made me feel seen. So this is why it's so important to connect with other autism families um, in your community or online. Um, number two, join online communities. You know, join online um, 
workshops, social media groups, or virtual support groups where you can interact with other autism parents. Very important. I mean, there are so many groups out there that you can join that, you know, suits your your family best. Um, they're out there. Do your research and you're going to find them. Um, another one is to attend local events. Look for local events, workshop or support groups for families who have autistic children in your area. Um, if you look on Facebook, um, I'm no longer on Facebook, but, but when I was on Facebook, I was able to find, you know, support groups and you'd be surprised how many connections you can make out of that. Um, also, if you look at like the museums near you, the aquariums, um, the zoo, if you have a zoo near you or a farm, you know, now that the weather's getting better, if you're in the East Coast like me, you know, it's starting to be in the 60s and high 50s, which is amazing weather. The spring is peaking in little by little, which I'm extremely excited about. I just love the spring. Um, but yeah, like find those places like that. And usually if you go on their website, I'll show you events. Some of them even have sensory friendly events. Listen, there are events out there that you can join with your family. Don't keep yourself in, you know, and I, I tell this to myself. I'm not just telling y'all this. I'm speaking to myself as well. Like get myself out there because isolation can really lock you in. And at least that's how I've experienced it, where I just shut myself out and I'm like, nope, we can't go here. We get an invitation. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't make it. I'll just start putting excuses for whatever reason. And so, but that's just what isolation does, right? So that's another way. Another thing that you can do is reach out to family and friends, um, don't hesitate to reach out to friends and family members for support. Sometimes loved ones may not fully understand what you're going through or what I'm going through, right? Um, but they can still offer a listening ear and emotional support. I'm sure that we all have a family member or that close friend that we know we can count on. It could be three in the morning give them a call. Hey, I am not feeling well. I need someone to talk to. And I, I know for a fact that they are going to listen to you. So, but it's a matter of putting yourself out there. We cannot, like, we really need to stop thinking that people know how we feel because we cannot be playing the guessing game or assuming these things. Um, <laughs> We have to start like actually verbalizing how we feel. Um, another thing is online therapy or counseling. Consider seeking therapy or counseling from a licensed professional who specializes in working with parents of autistic children. Um, online therapy platforms offer um, convenient access to support from the comfort of your own home. So this is actually interesting because, um, y'all know I've been going to therapy once a month. And so I went last week and my therapist told me it was her last day. So now I'm in the process of looking for a new place because yes, I can go to somebody else, but I'm just going to look for somewhere else. And hopefully I can find something online because, you know, I drive my car every single day everywhere back and forth to take the kids. If I have to go here, if we go to church, we drive my car. Literally, we drive my car everywhere. So I'm trying to save on gas. 
um, but also still prioritizing my mental health. So I am going to be looking online. Um, I have a friend from church that sent me like a list of like Christian places. And so I'm going to be making some calls this week, but you know, just seek the help. That's, that's all I would say. And when I tell you that it really helps with that isolation, you know, those feelings, um, it helps because I'm currently in it. Um, another one is find hobbies or activities, engage in hobby, hobbies or activities, um, that bring you joy and allow you to connect with others who share similar interests. You know, if you like painting, go on a painting night with one of your friends or a family member. If you like jewelry, go somewhere that you can make jewelry together and create those memories. If you like skating, go skating. If you like the movies, go to the movies. If you like, you know, um, food because your girl is a foodie, um, (laughs) you know, go out to eat with some friends or family, you know, put yourself out there. Don't allow isolation to lock you in. I'm telling you, y'all, like, that's me. Like, I'm telling y'all this, but I'm telling myself this as well. Um, You know, just finding these things to do. Like, right now, tomorrow, I'm meeting with coffee with one of my friends who's also an autism mom. And we're just going to talk. We're just going to chill for a bit. You know, just put everything on pause and and connect with one another, right? Build those relationships. Um, It's just beautiful. But you have to be intentional. That's keyword. You have to be intentional in creating this community for yourself, in not locking yourself at home and not wanting to come out. You have to be intentional. Um, another one is to practice self-compassion. This is huge. Be kind to yourself and recognize That feeling isolated is a common experience for many parents of autistic children. Um, Practice self-compassion and remind yourself that you're doing the best you can in a challenging situation. (laughs) I know, I know that I know because... I do this. We beat ourselves up on, oh my gosh, I didn't get to do the laundry today. I didn't get to clean today. I didn't get to clean this today. And we just become so caught up on that, that we're not giving ourselves grace. We're not giving ourselves the compassion that we need and deserve. And so, you know, I'm learning to give myself compassion. Like, listen, I know I didn't get to fold the clean laundry today, but there's also tomorrow. And I know tomorrow's not promised, but at the end of the day, worry about today. Get done what you can get done today. And remind yourself that you are doing the best that you can today. (laughs) Not tomorrow, not next week, today. And so I have to tell myself that constantly. I have to look myself in the mirror and tell myself, you are doing the best that you can, Nani. You know, you weren't able to complete this. You weren't able to watch this. You weren't able to do that. You weren't able to call this place. You weren't able to, you know, schedule this appointment. It's okay. I did the best that I could. And at the end of the day, my kids are taken care of and my house is not falling apart, which is a good thing. So we're good. 
Um, but I know that that can be so hard. So remember, practice self-compassion. We can be so compassionate to everyone around us and we forget about ourselves. We really do. Um, so remember that you are not alone, mom and dad. Um, and there are resources and support available to help you navigate this journey. Reach out and connect with others who understand and can offer support and encouragement along the way. Don't keep your feelings to yourself. Don't keep, you know, the challenging things that you're going through to yourself. You know, just the other day I posted on my Instagram, um, my personal Instagram, I posted how Jacob, you know, was just freaking out about taking a bath when at some point he was loving bath time. But then he started getting freaked out. And even at the mention of the word bath, he would just cry hysterically. And I could not figure out for the life of me what was triggering him about bath time. And so the other day I finally figured it out. And it was this thing that I bought you know, at the store to kind of put in the middle of the tub and put the soap, put, you know, their sponges, um, for bath time. And that's what was freaking him out. Like the smallest thing to us was freaking him out. So I removed that from the tub. He was perfectly fine and enjoying bath. You know, he's enjoying bath again. Thank you, Jesus. Now, excuse me, that wasn't happening uh, a month ago, right? I had to to give him like bath with a wet rag because a month ago he had refused to take a bath and I could not figure it out. But I was giving myself self-compassion by choosing to, you know, not kill myself over that, the fact that he's not wanting to take a bath in the tub and figure out another solution. So I figured out, let's just wet a rag, put it around his body, fine, he's good, right? Wash his hands, wash his face. We're okay. It's not the end of the world. But if I wasn't giving myself self-compassion, I would have still been like crying in the corner. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I can't give him a bath. And not realizing that there's so many solutions. So again, we figured that out. I posted that on my stories and I got so many messages of moms that are currently experiencing the same thing or have just recently overcame that with their child. The same fear or another fear, but the fact that I was able to post that and it just attracted my community so much and they felt seen and they made me feel like I wasn't alone, that was the best feeling. And that's what I mean when I say get yourself around the community that understands you. It's just so crucial. So do it. Um, that's pretty much that. And I hope that that was helpful to you. Now, I am going to answer three of the many questions that I received. Um, I posted on my podcast Instagram, you know, any questions that you may want me to answer on the podcast. And so... I'm going to answer three of them, which I picked. And the first one is, how can the moms that struggle to ask for help, ask for help? That's a really good question. Um, 
how can you ask for help? Honestly, ask for help. <laughs> I I know that sounds silly and like really, but yes, ask for help. Stop, you know, keeping yourself from being yourself, being who you are. You're not just a mom. You are so much more than that. You are yourself. You are who God created you to be yourself. You know, you were meant to have your fun with your friends and your family. You were meant to be able to step out and go shop and have that mental break. So at the end of the day, it's not healthy for you to just stay in your house with your child 24 seven and not do anything for yourself. So my question to you is how bad do you want the help? Because if you want the help really bad, you would ask for that help. So ask for help. You can just say something like, hey, are you able to watch my son really quick while I step out to the supermarket or while I step out to, I don't know, to the store, to the mall, um, while I go get my hair done, while I go get my nails done. That is okay. And I know that 99% of the time what stops us from asking for the help is our pride. And our fear, because we know that we can only take care of our children. Um, But also because we don't want to burden others. So I think, you know, start thinking about yourself, whoever you are. Um, Obviously, I know the person that asked the question, but I'm saying like whoever you are that's listening and maybe that's you and you're afraid of asking for help, you too deserve that time. So Think about it that way. Um, I hope that was helpful. Another question that I got was, brushing teeth, I need all the tips. <laughs> Girl, do you know I need all the tips too? Because for real, I need all the tips. <laughs> um, actually, I want to tell you that the there is a brush called the Auto, the auto Brush. Um, it's all over Instagram. A lot of families purchase this brush. My husband and I are going to be purchasing the brush next month um, for both of the kids. It's actually an electric brush, but it's it's super cute and um, I, I just love it. It's the they actually sell also their own toothpaste that's fluoride um, free, which that's what I want, and so. I'm going to be getting that brush and I will definitely be sharing some tips on that whenever I get it. But as of right now, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have any tips. Um, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yep, I'm going to give you this tip. I'm going to give you that tip because no, we don't have the tips, boo. I, I don't have the tips as of right now in the second. Um, Eventually I will, but right now I don't because that is one of my biggest struggles with both of my kids. Like Eliana lets me brush her teeth. But she doesn't let me get fully in there, right? Um, And then Jacob, on the other hand, hates it completely, 100%. He's terrified. He cries every single time. It's just not it. But um, I know we'll get there. And it's crazy because next week they have their follow-up at the dentist. So that should be interesting. But yeah, I honestly don't have tips, but eventually we'll get there. <laughs> um, and then the last question really quick before we end is how do you deal with a grandmother that doesn't want to understand your child? Ugh! This literally baffles me. The fact that there are still people out there, especially family that just don't accept our children or understand them. 
I think if you haven't done this already for the mom that asked that question, you should have a sit down with this grandmother. Um, I don't know if it's your mom or the dad's mom, whichever, but at the end of the day, sit down with them and have like a genuine conversation with them and let them know um, what is autism, you know, let them know this is a learning journey. This is a forever thing. And so what you need from the family is love and acceptance for your child. And that's what your child needs. They don't need to be fixed. They don't need to be healed. They don't need to be put together. No, because they're not broken. They're not sick. Autism is not an illness. It's not an, you know, like... (laughs) It's just not. It's not something that's going to go away. So what they need from the family is love and acceptance. So that's something I would do. Um, It took me a while to be able to like sit down with my family and talk to them. But you know what? Even still till today, I am still educating my families, my family members. And I have no problem in doing that. Of course, I'm doing it in love and kindness. And I'm coming from a way where from a place, sorry, that I care. So again, you know, just sit down and have that conversation. It's very, it's very, very important that you explain to your family because you have to remember that grandparents, aunts and uncles that are much older and are from a different generation, this, like this, um, disability exists back then, but it, there was not like as much support um, an understanding of it as there is now. So I think, you know, it's up to you as the mom to really to educate them and make them part of the world. And you know what? If they refuse to, you tried and maybe just listen, make boundaries with that family member or distance yourself for a little bit until, you know, they decide that they're going to accept your daughter and, you know, we can move forward. But, um, that that can definitely be difficult. But yeah, you guys, this is it for this episode. I hope this was insightful and that it was helpful and that you were reminded that you are not alone and that it is totally normal to combat these feelings of isolation. Just don't stay there. Don't stay there. We're better than that. And we're not going to allow that get a hold of us and control our lives. So um. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you again on the next episode. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Uniquely Wired Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and sharing this space with me. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share. Until next time.